this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I have not been here for that long. It's like being lost in a forest. I am, of course, James, uh, I think, allegedly. <laughs> well, to be honest, my brain's just as foggy as yours at the moment. So you could be you could be anyone, really, couldn't you? <laughs> so technically, what you're saying is our brains are like London. A thick pea super London fog. Yes. If this was the forties or fifties, people and our brains were an equivalent of that. They would be having to cut through the fog. It's that thick. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, strange that you actually say that because there was a program on the TV about the London smog the other day. Ah. Yeah, so we actually... Well, Interesting. I watched part of it, I didn't watch all of it, but um, yeah, it was just like saying about how, you know, like how it made so many people unwell and whatnot, but yeah. It, it, yeah, uh, the the issues that they had at the time when it comes, and Salty Tabell, stay tuned, this is a history lesson, when it came to things like the, the smog and the fog, I mean, I remember once talking to my father about it, he obviously wasn't in London, but he was around areas where there would be elements of, um, you know, industrialization. Yeah. That it would be this these incredibly thick fog smoke, like almost a yellowish tinge sometimes because of pollutants that went in them. But yeah, I mean, it was horrendous when it happened in London and it went on for a very prolonged period of time. Yeah. And people became ill from it. It was a very, a very horrendous experience. Yeah, I was going to say, from this programme, people actually died from it, not just got mm-hmm. ill from yeah, it, I, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is not good. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking Codswallop. <laughs> hang, on, hang, on in there, hang on in there, tadpoles. We will get to the humour, honest. <laughs> well, actually, because this is... I know I've had a couple of episodes before this one, but uh, obviously this is the first episode that me and James are properly just chatting away with our with our normal self and normal stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to... Um, sort of do the serious parts first of you know the reasons mm-hmm. why I've not been here most people probably know but yeah I god I think it was about six weeks ago now I maybe seven weeks ago I got covid yay mm-hmm. um and ever since I've been suffering with a lot of the mm-hmm. symptoms I've um been dealing with a lot of uh you know like the exhaustion the um mm-hmm headaches and you know james knows all about this but because he's uh, a sufferer too so sadly it looks as though i might be going down the long covid route so yeah it's a lot of fun and there's also been a lot of like mental health things going on as well because mm-hmm. i think where i've felt so tired i've been quite emotional about things but one of the things that i've been quite emotional about is the fact that i haven't been recording um because it's like it's catch 22 at the moment that i because i'm yeah like i don't want to keep popping on about being so tired blah 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 because i feel like i feel like i'm a broken record saying it if you know what i mean but uh yeah it's it this i absolutely love doing i love sitting here and just shooting the ship with james you know it's it's so much it, it brings me so much joy just sitting down and recording the episodes and putting out the episodes for folks to listen to. But I've just not had the energy to do any of the recordings. So it's kind of like I'm in a rock and a hard place at the moment. So if our episodes are not on a weekly basis at the moment, I just wanted to explain that that might be the reason why if, you know, like if James is not feeling up to it as well, because I've got to take it, you know, your health into consideration as mm-hmm. well. 
that you know if we're not doing a weekly podcast then that's the reason why but also thank you to everyone who's um stuck with us over the last however long it's been as well and to those of you who's left come on back come on absolutely but i mean i'm sure you're feeling rough with it Gemma. i can wholeheartedly appreciate the proms i mean what i would say is that the obviously you you mentioned the fact you miss recording you miss the tap holes you miss the obvious thing so that you really really miss you know just hearing from me and speaking from me you did kind of skirt and cover it so i have to give you a tick in the box there (laughs) but to quote the simpsons it's like the pepsi learning challenge thing uh, with the answer of being Pepsi, partial credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Pepsi's shit, so there you go. <gasps> you know my thoughts about Pepsi. but um, fail of the Pepsi school of the future. Exactly, yeah. You'll <laughs> be, be in the dunce corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather it be the Coca-Cola, okay? But um, no, sorry, I do apologise because I did miss you off, but that's because I was very kind and gracious at the (laughs) beginning before we clicked record to say that I've missed talking to you. And stop talking over me, you naughty boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to pay you a compliment and you're chatting away over the top of me. (laughs) But no, I do do miss speaking to my good, wonderful, amazing friend James. Um, yes, I miss speaking to you too. It's good. It's really good getting this. I think also it probably will give us both because we are suffering with the. I mean, I uh, before we hit mic, uh, the microphone to record, and this is for the people who doubt the the effects of long COVID. Yeah, it's it's pretty bloody horrendous because I still have moments where I'm so tired I can't function. I have to to, yeah. to rest. I still. And I said this, I'll forget names and words, and that's, and we're not talking about just the thing where you occasionally will slip and they'll come back. I mean, literally, I today was having a conversation with a name that I should have been able to recall like that, mm-hmm. and I literally had nothing. It's like you are literally looking at an empty, if you imagine it's a box with the name in, you've opened the box, there is nothing there. Yeah. And it's, it ain't, it is not fun. It is not easy. And medically, when you're speaking to doctors about it, they're very honest that they'll help you as much as they can. But as they say, we don't know enough at the moment. So they can't say give you a, a things that will hopefully, uh, re, re, fix you there and then. It's all a learning curve and a, a slow process. But as they say, we will get there in the end, hopefully. And I'm sure we will. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully we will, definitely. But um, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, because you've been dealing with this for what, about a year and a half now? Probably about that, or two years, yeah. It's yeah. In, the, in the great run of it. It's, yeah. But it affects everybody with severe, you know, different severities. So there's, like, I have a massive underlying health problem. So it, it links into that. But yeah. Yeah, so do I. So um, yeah. yeah we both have that don't we yeah yeah definitely just because then there's a little bit of background noise because i uh had my window open so i'm just going to very quickly close my window because the gardeners uh, the people in the gardens are just now doing the the uh gardening part of things Mm -hmm. so um just bear with me one moment sir i'll just close my window If, if there's a loud bang of the window, uh, the window trying to be closed, and we hear a falling noise, um, and it, uh, we'll scream and a falling noise, I'm advertising for a new co-host, clearly. And she can't hear any of that, listeners. So the tempos. Okay, and I'm back. 
There you go. Anyway, on that bombshell, um, <laughs> you will hear that in the. You'll hear what I was saying in the. Uh, <laughs> well, you listen back. Well, if it's if it's good enough, it's staying in. If it's not, then uh, the salty tablets will never know. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so anyway. Let's face it, it's been about six weeks, and I, I think it's six weeks. I, to be honest, lost track of time completely. So <laughs> it's been a long time since we spoke yes. last. The, yes. the last time we spoke, you were having issues with an airline. I'm just going to recap a minute. Um, mm-hmm. The petrol prices were sky high, and there was a war in... Uh, Russia and Ukraine, I think, is the mm-hmm. only things that had happened. So, mm-hmm. that probably a few other things. Oh, and uh, there was a change of a prime minister. So, mm-hmm. so now. Well, no, there wasn't. There wasn't. There wouldn't have been at that point. Oh no, there wouldn't. No, yeah. I mean, I was going to say what's happened in the UK since then. Nothing of major significance. Hardy, <laughs> hardy, ha. Uh, no, we we have had the the historic. Uh, death of uh, a monarch yeah uh, you know the queen has died yeah uh, long live the king because you know you lose one person the monarchy carries on so king charles the third is now in but what a strange thing 70 years of reign and then just like that gone. Wow. yeah i know it feels really really surreal to me um i know mm. there are potentially a lot of listeners that um you know, don't share positive thoughts about the monarchy and stuff like that. And that's, that's absolutely fair enough. I'm not going to stop anyone from um, what mm-hmm. they, they, what they want to say. And, you know, we'll probably mm-hmm. just touch upon this rather than go into long detail or whatever, but um, you know, but yeah, it, it does seem really weird that, you know, I know it's not going to happen overnight, but our money's going to change. Our stamps are going to change will, that we yeah, have to now yeah. say King rather than Queen, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh I think I like I've never really been and you know like overly a like a royalist type thing mm. but I always did have a like for you know a fondness for the queen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think it was because she was an always constant in my life there you go yeah yeah and um and I think that's that is weird to sort of adjust to so mm. uh yeah yeah it's true i mean if you think about it for the entire run of certain of our lives mm. but for people who are older than us it's always been a constant thing of one of, the, of you know elizabeth ii that that's been the, the the reality people will will you know for the entire life have only ever known a female uh monarch so it will obviously be an interesting change to have a male uh monarch and it's i mean you and i were talking on the day it happened you mm. know and it was kind of an obvious th- when the thing flashed up saying the severe that she was you know ill they, yeah they were concerned thought well she's not gonna um i, I can't see her surviving i didn't think she was gonna die on the day i thought it may be the next day but it's as my father and i when we discussed it said it's it's the magical age of 96, and that, that's yeah. a more of a family thing for us. We say that because, uh, interestingly, the Queen, my great-aunt, uh, they died same age, you know, but obviously, you know, not at the same time. Um, they but were not the far off, though, was it? No, no, not far off. And as yeah. I always like to say, as was, if Marilyn Monroe was still alive, she'd be 96 as well. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but <laughs> as would my as would my grandma, but my grandmother was uh, my father's uh, mother was 
of that age as well. If she, you know, if she'd uh, been been alive now, yeah. So yeah. I mean, good so year, would, obviously. So, so would have my gran, but you know she's dead. Mm. So it's you know, I, but we yeah, can't, clearly, we... <laughs> clearly, it was a good year, a good collective year for those for people being born. Well, yeah, but they're not the the ones, the last ones that we've referred to. James are dead, so you know it's. I know, but you, <laughs> we've got to work with what we've got. <laughs> Oh, or not, we, or we, not, God. I mean, we could have, we could have said, you know, yay, David Attenborough won the bet, you know, kind of thing, because uh, there was that long-running um, mm-hmm. Brit- British bet, you know, kind of thing. Because for anyone who doesn't who know, go first? Yeah. yeah, we do have um, some international listeners, so you may not be aware of this, but uh, obviously, hopefully, you're aware of David Attenborough. He's like the best animal presenter talker you know whatever he does but um you know if it wasn't for him i don't think i'd learn anything about animals but um he he is also the same age as the queen so he's 96 and because of the sickness of the british humor because we are we are very wrong at times (laughs) he um it's there was a a running bet so to speak a metaphorical bet rather than a real one um to see who was going to die first whether it was going to be the queen or whether it's going to be david attenborough so yeah pleased to say that david attenborough is still here i can still put a bet on Oh yeah, if I, if yeah, you can. If he's gonna, if he's gonna make it to the end of the year, <laughs> <laughs> that that's something I never sort of realised. Speaking about betting, until ironically, I was listening to an episode of, of um, I know he said talking codswall. That's wishful thinking. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Yeah. Uh, whether you talk about the difference in America that you can't bet on certain things, whereas in the UK you can pretty much bet on anything you want. No, so. and it's insane, isn't it? It's absolutely insane that you can literally just, you know. Um, whether your child's going to have a poo or a wee first, you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but, Maybe but not personally, quite, but... just just for the salty tadpoles, I wouldn't recommend going to a bookmaker's and saying I want to bet on people dying because if these people start dying, you will be looked at with suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because, <laughs> um, well, last week, last Saturday, um, for those of you who watched, we did a live stream and and james couldn't make you it unfortunately. Did, you did i didn't I yeah do yeah it, but. yeah exactly but um yeah james really wasn't feeling very well and I, as i explained during the live stream he he really wasn't feeling right so um you know i i didn't make too many jokes until halfway through <laughs> um <laughs> but the wonderful eddie pence said uh, uh stepped in to fill your shoes even though he didn't want mm-hmm. to fill your shoes at all but you know he tried (laughs) so yeah so hopefully that episode will be released next week so you'll my fruit is going again we all um hear the fact that you know like i talked about the queen a little bit in that episode Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. so yeah i can't really uh i'm not going to really talk about it much more but uh you have to stay tuned for next week yeah tune in yeah and you james no, well, I'll I'll have a listen. I'll, I will hear what 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 they what he said either about me or pointedly at me, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> and what was said over the top of me? Because at one point I couldn't get a word in edgeways, but that's you know there was a like time delay on the audio and stuff like that as well. So, <laughs> oh wow, I will definitely look forward to hearing that one. Yeah. So, James, I think everybody's mm. been sat at the edge of their seats for God knows how long. 
Did you ever get your refund back from the airline? Yes, partly. Okay, partly. In the fa- how? In, in, right. Well, um, not to go into too much detail, but interestingly, to about two months to the date, I finally got the money back. Uh, I won't go into extreme detail, but I will just say that they, if you remember, I had to, we had to pay for like taxi costs because we'd been left mm-hmm. in the country, um, at about 10.30 at night and we had to get a hotel and things. So they would give, they gave you a specific amount of money towards, flight delay um but they wouldn't pay the full amount for the hotel because they said it was not it was considered that we got too good a hotel room like we had an option um that's really bad yeah yeah and then my personal favorite they felt that instead of taking a taxi we should have taken public transport (laughs) so they were not put put full uh paid the full amount out to that they would i think they ended up paying about 12 pounds oh my of that god cost. uh because their their answer is that um i can't believe the term they used it was something like you know a responsible pay uh, thing would go towards public transport and i did respond with well i'd like you know to be aware that there were three of us two with health problems and it was the middle of the night and you'd left us basically stranded but yeah so i will consider how i con- uh, how i pursue this the yeah. situation was even worse for my uh, aunt and uncle who'd paid hundreds of pounds to travel from uh birmingham to manchester um and were told well you could have taken public transport well they couldn't have done because it's when all the strikes were on yeah exactly uh, i think they think, i think they got about 18 quid back <gasps> that's awful yeah that's horrendous. Hundreds of pounds of taxi cost. That is that is absolutely mm. disgusting. I bet you're not going to fly with them again, are you? Uh, and not if I can help it, no. No. <laughs> I can't, see, I, can't, can't see it happening. <laughs> no, I was going to say, well, I, I can imagine actually sometimes you don't you don't really get a choice, do you? But yeah, mm-hmm. it's if you can help it, you're definitely not going to. But um yeah, with regards to that, that's awful. Are you? Um, it's pretty bad. Yeah, are you all dis- uh, disputing it, sort of thing? Yes, there, are, there. Are, I doubt there's ways you can do it with them directly, but there will be other avenues where we're looking at pursuing. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's a difficult, certainly difficult situation, and I do feel very sorry for the. If you were really, really needed that money. Mm. Um, it would be an awful situation. I still step back to look at the time when there was the girl next to me where they were basically making a cough up 100 euros even though they cancelled her flight. And it's it's an, uh, an awful situation. So Eurowings are not uh, high on my list of favourite people. But, you know. Yeah. What's this space if there's any more to... to but uh, at least I got something. At least I did get something. It's not right the way they've done elements of yeah. it, but at least we did get something back. So yeah. I'm sure some people wouldn't have got anything. So, But yeah, that's still... That's not customer service one bit, is it? Are you, have you gone to like an ombudsman or anything like that? That I, I don't want to give too much away. Okay, but we sorry. are looking at other avenues. So, oh, yeah. okay, sorry. I won't ask any more questions then, because I, no. I know that obviously it's a bit hard, isn't it, to sort of discuss. So, um, but yes. yeah, well, good luck. That's all I'll say then. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's, you've got to laugh because if you don't, you 
cry <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly so yeah you'll be like the bumbling mess that i was yesterday um but oh. <laughs> oh dear no i mean there was no reason for it it was just like oh, right. i'm tired <laughs> like, well it uh, yeah I, I understand yeah yeah i do understand yeah anyway we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about me with my health issues anymore because you know well we might I might, I might, yeah. who knows, but you know, um, but yeah. So, so my question is, Gemma, since we haven't had a proper chat for ages, what have you been up to? Well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Life, life is a little bit boring at the moment. Um, I watched the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. I saw some of that. It was great. Yeah, it really was. And, and it was... Yeah, it was just such a, a magical, magical gig. Um, it went on for six hours. God, yeah, yeah. it did, didn't it? I, I watched yeah. highlights of it, so I didn't watch all of it. I will sit down at some point and watch all of it, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think it might be on YouTube now. I think I found cool. it on I'll YouTube. But because um, originally it was being aired on, I think it was like MTV or something like that. Because mm-hmm. originally I was supposed to actually be going to it, but because of my health, I... Uh, I sadly couldn't make it, mm-hmm. but... Um, J- just back me up for a minute. MTV still show music? Uh, well, yeah. I, well, I'm not I'm sure, confused. actually. <laughs> I think it's mostly Catfish, actually, on that programme, <laughs> or channel or whatever. Or the Kardashians, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, I think... I can't remember exactly what channel it was on, but uh, it was being um, live-streamed. So, mm. yeah, so it went on for six hours, and um, it was it was such an amazing concert that it was put on. It was, mm. like, it was heartbreaking at times because you'd mm. see, like, Dave Grohl was um, in pieces because it was their first gig without Taylor being there, you know? Mm. And um, also... <clears throat> Also, the um, his children, Taylor Hawkins' children, mm-hmm. were there as well, and mm. his son is an incredible drummer. So you know he's Excellent. yeah he's the genetics have worked exactly yeah exactly he's following in his dad's footsteps definitely, and um, you know got to see Brian May. Brian May was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, there was a couple of people there that well, some of them I didn't know, and mm-hmm. some of the people. Um, I kind of questioned why they were there in a way. It's like mm-hmm. l- the likes of like Liam Gallagher. Yeah, I couldn't work that either. Yeah, I it's fathom that one. Yeah, it just didn't seem to fit. But then apparently he was a friend of them, so uh, yeah. you know, so that was good. But it was it was actually quite interesting that they put Liam Gallagher on at the beginning, and then Brian May sort of towards the end. And I wonder if they did that so that Liam went home so that Brian May could come in because they'd both had a massive, like, falling out. Funny enough, Liam Gallagher really? probably pissed them off. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Don't surprise me, though. No, I think I think he said something offensive about Queen or something, and obviously then Brian May probably got a bit uppity about it. But, you, mm. you know... Uh, I, I'm not sure the ins and outs exactly of what went on, but you can guarantee that Liam Gallagher probably opened his mouth and said something that was wrong. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. That does sound about right. Yeah. But it was a, it was a very good concert. It, yeah, it was enjoyable. I'm going to just cough. Hang on. <laughs> 
go on that's fine yeah so then the you know towards the end it was like the Foo Fighters were playing all of their songs and again it was heartbreaking but it was also really amazing with different drummers and Dave Grohl was drumming throughout the day as well halfway through the Foo Fighters set there's an announcement another special guest who can that be James none other than Paul fucking McCartney (laughs) Very few people know that that's his middle name. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Paul F. McCartney. So, yeah, I um, I sighed and I had a little sulk. Yeah, you clearly don't know quality, but keep going, Jim. <laughs> no, I like the Beatles. And yeah. and I, um, I was trying to be respectful because he's a Beatle. But the first song that he did, he did it with um, Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And I don't get the song choice because... No, I don't. The the atmosphere had gone from being... I'm, I'm pointing up into the sky. So the, the atmosphere, it felt like, went from being all the way up into the sky. Yeah. Ri- literally back down to the ground. You know, it just... It flattened it so quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah and I think when he did his second song, Helter Skelter, that was a better choice. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's what I can understand. It would have made because Helter Skelter is like rock. It would have made more sense just through Helter Skelter. Yeah, to keep going. I don't understand why they. I, I literally don't understand why they chose Odell. There must be some reason behind it uh, that yeah. we don't know. Unless it was maybe because Chrissy Hine likes it, <laughs> or yeah. maybe Taylor Hawkins liked it. Well, th- well, that was the thing. It was a lot of songs that he uh, that Taylor Hawkins did like, so it could have been the choice was because he um, he liked the song. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was not it was not a good yeah. placement for it. It yeah. was um, yeah, it was horrendous. But at the same time, I was just like, oh fuck off! I was like, really? Is is Chris Martin going to come out in the second? You know, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good old little rant and rave about that, but you know, hey ho. But um, you know, it, all in all, it was fantastic. Apart from mm-hmm. Kesha, I don't know. Have you seen the bit with her? I have. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that uh, the floor might be a slip hazard in a minute because she was grinding so much against the floor that I thought that she, uh, it was disgusting. <laughs> And her singing was atrocious. You know, she was like forcing her voice to sing. You know, it was like, oh, God, that's disgusting. Mm. What are you doing, love? You know, just just, just go and have a seat. <laughs> Wait for it all to go over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But, you know, still, I'm glad that I watched it. So that was good. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad it was an enjoyable experience for you. Yeah. From a couple of blips on the radar, as they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I think these things happen, don't they? So it's not the end of the world. But um, failing that, I haven't really done much apart from really just chilling out because I know that in October I'm coming up to Birmingham and I want to see if I can try and get myself well enough for that because that's a... Uh, you know, that's a um, show that I really, really want to go to. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's, um, there's this podcast that I listen to. So does Lucy and um, Lucy Caton, who obviously was on our episode a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we're going to go and see a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left. And they are a comedy sort of true crimes podcast. 
and uh, I know the two you don't think probably would mix but it actually does and yeah they're very very funny and very very good as well so and yeah in- extremely informative as well Mm. So I, yeah, that sounds good. I like true crime stuff. I listen to weird things like the Y Files, which not true crime, but they discuss sort of strange uh, things that have happened in the world. So yeah, it's always interesting stuff to to hear things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've listened to them for years. So the fact that when they announced that they were coming over to this country, I was like, all right, I really need to get a ticket, and uh, mm-hmm. very lucky. Lucy got me a ticket, so um, because she excellent, well done, Lucy. Yes, exactly. So this is twice now, the second time that she's uh, managed to come through. So yeah, and other than that, I've been watching quite a few things on the on the TV, which I can. What have you watched? Yeah, I was going to say, I can either go into now or we can find out how you've been and what you've been up to first. Uh, we can quickly discuss me. So okay. interesting when you mentioned music, uh, I. Uh, over the it was over the bank holiday weekend. Uh, I went and saw my dad. Spent some time with him, but I also went to uh, the penultimate show of the group Q the Music, uh, who played James Bond's music. Oh uh, yes! And if you have if you cast your mind back to earlier episodes, Salty Tadpoles, I interviewed uh, Warren Ringham who is the creator of and the band leader for Q the Music. Uh, uh, and it was just, I went with my pal Luke, who I had seen Q the Music with once before, but I wanted to see them for the penultimate show, and it was just very good. We got there slightly early, and as we were walking to the venue, uh, uh, the side door was uh, a group, group of people talking who turned out to be Warren Ringham, uh, and the puck, the pew from the 007 Please podcast. So I said, hello, you know, hi guys, I'll be seeing you later. And, uh, Tom, who's of the Q the Mu- uh, the 007 podcast went, you're James from, uh, Talking Codswap. I was like, yes, I am. He went, recognize your photo. So we are, we are spreading, uh, the knowledge of who we are. So I went and had a chat with all them, which That's was good. really nice. We went for a drink before the show, uh, went into the show beyond brilliant. The yep. vocals of the people who perform are just knock your socks off. Amazing. It was a really enjoyable event to be at. Uh, it is tinged with sadness because, you know, they are going to be cl- shutting shop. Uh, yeah. Because they're, one of the problems they had was from COVID, it, it created financial issues for them and all the band members have other jobs and things they need to do. But the other weird thing is that uh, people met me uh, at the event who recognised me from podcasting, uh, which was really nice. I had a few other people say hello. Oh, that's good. Uh, from this podcast or from other podcasts that you've done? <laughs> the, uh, well, you know, no, uh, people who were, I've been on, there's a mixture of that and being yeah. on uh, podcasts. I uh, met Victoria, who runs the uh, Bond Room Unlocked which was really nice to see her and Johnny James, who I know from other podcast stuff. So it was, just, But it was nice that people recognised me. Yeah. I got a, final, a feeling of what minor celebrity must be like, so that was nice. Yeah. And at the end, now the I'm great thing inter- to mention... I'm just going to interrupt yeah. very, very quickly. You carry on talking. I'm desperate for a wee, so I'm going to just okay. nip off for the loo quickly. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Keep, keep it in. Keep that part in. I, I might do, because it's not normally me, is it? It's normally yeah. James, but, you know, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> I'm doing the chair wiggle. I can't do it any longer. Yep. So as Gemma runs off to use the facilities... 
So the great thing, uh, Salty Tadpoles, for the Cue the Music show is it had sold out the entire venue at Buxton, so that's 900 seats. I think maybe, well, when I say the whole thing, there might have been three empty seats. Uh, but as I said, I got to meet people, which was really nice, and talk to them. Uh, and the whole show was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I... I was going to say if I could, I'd recommend anyone to see it, they can. It may be tricky because they're doing one last show in London, which uh, is in October, but that will be the end of Cue the Music. But fear not, Salty Tab Bowls, you can find things online. They do on uh, YouTube and they do do Blu-rays and other, other s- such things. But it was just wonderful. And the show came to an end and I got pictures with the, um, the, the members of the band, which was great. Uh, but the whole event was compared by Caroline Bliss, who played Miss Money Penny in The Living Daylights and License to Kill. And I've had the, the, the pleasure of also interviewing her. If you delve back into our archives and you can hear the interview with her. Uh, and at the end of it, I had, you know, I was hoping to just be able to say hello to her, uh, and get something signed. I had a book that I had that I wanted to have signed that I've had a few other members of the Living Daylights cast sign. Uh, and I think I can hear Gemma in the background, or maybe not. Huh? Oh, yes, I can hear Gemma in the background. <laughs> you can. So, Were you singing? I was. So, yeah, Gemma will have to tune back into the rest but we'd uh, to hear it, so I don't reiterate it. But, yeah, so we I came let, to the end of the show. Just quickly, I let the salty tadpoles know... I will also be editing it, so I don't need to yes, tune in. So she will. Yeah, she doesn't, you see. Yeah. Uh, so... As I said, we got to the end of the show and I was hoping that I'd be able to, because uh, I'd had photographs with the band. I'm just reiterating that she can chop this out, Gemma. So no, the whole fine. thing was you, great. Yeah. Came to the end of the show, got pictures for the band members and the whole event had also been compared by Caroline Bliss, who, well, you know who she is, I know who she is, who I've interviewed her on the show yeah. uh, previously. So, and I was hoping to get her to sign a book that I had, which I've had a few members of the Living Daylights cast sign uh, in the past but it looked like she wasn't doing anything. And I was chatting to Kerry, who's one of the singers, and I said, and I'd heard a conversation between Kerry and someone else. And I said, is she still around, Caroline? She said, I don't know. I said, well, do you think there's any chance you could get this signed? And she said, I'll go and see if she's about. So Kerry went off and did a thing. And I was chatting to a few other people. And I said to my friend Luke, I tell you what, go around, let's go around the corner. I can get the book. And if she's still about, she's still about. So Kerry comes out. She goes, hey, success, I've got your book signed. And I said, is she still here? And Kerry said, well, she might be where that door is open, but you never heard me say that. So I was like, right, come on, Luke. And Luke's like, Paul, Luke, my friend Luke must feel like he's like some sort of cameraman. Because all he seems to do is spend his time taking pictures of me at events. He's the guy who took a picture when I was with Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm walking up there with Luke and at 007 Podcast, please, guys are walking past, so I say hello to them. And I get to the door and I can hear Caroline talking. And she's saying, right, I've got to go, I've got to go. And she's talking to somebody whose book she'd signed and had a picture with. She came out and I said to her, I know you're going, but can I just speak to you for a minute? And she said, well, I've, I've, you know, really, I've got to go. I've got to get going. It's late. She said, you know, and I've got someone's pen. So she hands her pen over. And she, before she does that, she says, what do you want signing? I said, well, you've already signed something. I just wanted a pitch. And she said, well, I'm sorry. I've really got to go. I know I feel bad doing it. And then she looked at me and she went, have we met before? And I said, yeah, it's, uh, my name's James Steph. You're on a podcast. And thank God she remembered me. <laughs> 
Oh, that's amazing. She did then remember me. Thank God she remembered me because I could see, you know, a face lit up and you can see like the the little light bulb sort of thing. Yeah. And she started talking, and the reason I could tell it was genuine was she started talking to me about her work and things she's been doing, which is not something you normally talk to somebody about, is it? No, yeah. They just generally want to talk about Bond. So I got a picture with her, which was great. We had a good chat about things. She told me why she'd not gone out to the 900 plus people, which I can understand. Yeah. She wanted to go back to a hotel. So we had a good chat, uh, touch base. I went off. Uh, um, we basically were going the same way. So I waved goodbye to her and wished her a good evening. Went off to my car. She went off to a hotel and it was a really, really good evening. Great event, and I, as I've sadly, you know, was having to say for people, if you can ever see Cue the Music, there's one last performance they're doing in London. Yeah. But I think it's entirely sold out. But the, um, if you can go online, you can buy the uh, Blu-rays, DVDs, etc. They are well worth seeing if that's the only way you can do it and support them. And they are just phenomenal. I mean, I've seen 900 seats. I think by maybe three seats all sold out. That's insane, isn't it? Everything had been sold out at Buxton. It's a real shame we've not been able to continue because they are that good. But I had a really good evening with that and I'm very much glad I went to it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad. We've both had um, quite exciting things happen then in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. For me, it was this lovely thing that people recognised me through the podcast yeah uh, so yet again i'll say Gemma, thank you for for the the step of of allowing me to be part of this podcast because if you hadn't done that i wouldn't have got to meet and interview people and be recognized by people at events so once again thank you for that you're you're absolutely welcome so how many um business cards did you like give out to people that you know well well they were if, if i had you? any <laughs> if uh, i yeah. had any i would have done <laughs> i think you still have some I sent you more I, than enough to cover you a lifetime. But, uh, you know. I will have to have a look. I mean, they're outdated, yeah. but still. <laughs> <laughs> but the but no, I did. Is. I did get us new listeners because when I told them and they linked in, they said, right, going to tune in. So, yeah, we have got new listeners. Oh, well, in that case, and thank you to anyone who's uh, listening. Uh, even if James is bullshitting right now, you know, thank you. I am not. not. How dare you? <laughs> It's <laughs> just try it. No, but sit on a serious note. I'm, 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 you know, I'm really glad that you uh, had that opportunity. So yeah, that was really. It was good. nice. It was, it was nice meeting new people as well. So that was always one of the really good things as well. So yeah, well worth attending. Great event. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we both had an enjoyable musical uh, event. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, sort of, just quickly, like with regards to what I've been watching and stuff. Yes. And. Um, yes. I have, well, there's, there's, well, I mean, there's a few things that I've been watching that I've kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, watched for the sort of almost numb TV, you know, kind of thing. But um, mm-hmm. one program that I watched, which is on Sky, I think it was on Sky mm-hmm. Atlanta, um, but I'm certain you'll probably be able to find it elsewhere. But anyway, it was really good. It's called From, and it's basically, it's like if... The Walking Dead and Lost, the good part of Lost, you know, not the shit part of Lost, <laughs> had a baby. Then it was uh, this program, really. So, so it's really weird scenario that it's basically that there's this town where people 
uh, the, you see the first couple. It's like, I, won't, I won't spoil anything, but, you know, see the, the first couple. There's like a family and they're in a camper van and whatnot. And they're driving and they see this tree has fallen down. So obviously they swerve to miss the tree and whatnot. But then when they are continuing to drive, they go through this little town and they stop for directions because the, the town isn't on the map. And uh, then they sort of get directions. And they say, oh, yeah, if you go that way, you know, blah, 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 you're going to um, you're sort of going to get out of town. But it's not. It's like a big circle. So it keeps going back around to the town. And so that's the first day for them. Um, but what happens in this town is that at night there's these like demon people kind of thing that come out and it's really like quite creepy. They've got really creepy, like big smiles and you know jagged teeth and stuff, but they, uh, they sort of come out at night and like, will you know, torture anybody who's sort of out and about. Um, mm. and yeah, so obviously everybody sort of, you know, they'll go indoors and they'll lock the doors, you know, nail, nail windows shut and stuff like that. So, it's it's like a quite peaceful town during the day. At night, it goes really, really sinister. But they can't leave the town, which is also a sinister part of it. So, And they're all trying to work out sort of how they got there because they've all come from various different locations. So, like, say one came from Detroit, one came from New York City, you know, but they all ended up at the same place. So it's like a mystery as to how they actually got there. And it was actually really gripping, to be honest. So um, it's like eight or ten episodes, and I highly Sounds recommend good. it. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, the other program that I've literally just finished watching as well, which is on Netflix, was called um, Devil in Ohio. Intr I've not heard of that. In fact, I'm going to have heard of either of these things. No, they sound very interesting. Well, the From one, that's on Sky. So that's why um, you may not have heard of it because you haven't got TV as such. No. I mean, you use no. streaming sites. So, yes. Um, yes. But I believe. Well, I, I just used my, what do you call it? Um, come on, brain. Amazon Fire Stick. So, yeah. Yeah. If it comes to Amazon, I've got a cat in hell's chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that, you know, if you if you did a bit of searching behind the scenes, mm -hmm. you possibly would be able to find from. And you know what I'm saying about that, and I'm doing adverted commas. <laughs> no, no English, don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so that's why you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, so this one's on Netflix. It's called Devil in Ohio, and it's... It's basically a story of a girl who is in a cult, but a satanic cult. Mm -hmm. And she is, she's trying to, she's like escaping. So you, the first, literally like the first scene is her running through cornfields, you know, trying to sort of get away. And, mm. and then it's kind of, and then somebody, you know, she sort of runs out in front of a car and they obviously stop and take her into a hospital um, so it's kind of like the story of um, trying to keep her out of the clutches of the cult, but also the foster family who have taken her in. Um, they, you know, it's kind of like th their experience with what the cult's doing to them and stuff like that as well. And it's it's very creepy. creepy. Yeah. 
it's really creepy but it's like perfectly creepy so it's like it's got the right amount of creep which sounds re- weird sound um, like a song to yeah. <laughs> light up a song <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah there's the next song from radiohead <laughs> it's the right amount of creep yeah. <laughs> some sinister <laughs> but um yeah it's but it, you sort of see this um this girl she's sort of imitating like the daughter of the foster mum and trying to it's kind of like she's almost taken over her life as well so that she's accepted in the family because it's only a foster situation so she's not like a permanent member of the family so she's trying to make sure she doesn't leave but then you've also got all of the the stuff going on in the background and there's police people that are looking into everything and you find out you know there's there's a lot of things going on in this program and um i i really did i found it very good there's again there's eight to ten episodes i can't remember exactly how many and i managed to finish them in one day so it was like that, that shows it's good yeah that exactly does. that shows how good it is yeah yeah exactly yeah. Um, and then the other things that I've been watching are just like I watched all of the Big Bang theories because um, I'd never seen actually there's loads that I hadn't seen mm. and there's this other cartoon program called Big Mouth which I absolutely love it's um, basically it's a cartoon of kids that are all going through puberty but it's quite comedy a, com- a comical sorry and there's like puberty um uh, what are they called monsters so they're kind of like you know they've got like little horns that look like penises and and stuff you know it's uh, oh it's it's really bizarre but it's really funny so yeah uh, yeah it does sound weird it does sound very weird i'm gonna be honest yeah <laughs> it is but i think it's also like like in the second episode you've got um the this girl basically this again it's all cartoons but uh, mm-hmm. This girl goes to um, the not the Eiffel Tower. Um, oh, what's the one in New York? Empire State. No, no, the Statue, Statue of Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Um, so she goes to the Statue of Liberty, and she and uh, gets her she gets her first period, and her mum's made her wear white shorts. So obviously that's mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. <laughs> so obviously mm. they go a bit red, and um, but it's kind of like you know how how mortified she is from this experience, but also it's like she's got this like real geeky friend who tries to help out by um, going to the gift shop to you know get a maybe a change of clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But all he can <laughs> all he can get is um, either a nine eleven lest we forget a flag Mm -hmm. or there was something Mm -hmm. else as well that was equally inappropriate but um yeah but the reason why i bring that one up is because (laughs) it's like a little cameo from um i can't remember what the lead singer from um rem is called but uh stipe michael stipe michael stipe Stipe? Yeah, yeah possibly yeah i'm i'm not sure but yeah i'll take your word for it and he is <laughs> he's a um um he's a tampon and instead of it being everybody hurts it's going everybody please sometimes <laughs> oh it's just Ugh. it just makes me laugh <laughs> 
it's weird. Like, it's Definitely really weird. <laughs> it's really, really gross, but it is like it's really funny as well. So you know, I I recommend it. <laughs> I'll bear it in mind. It's <laughs> maybe watch the other it two sounds first. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds interesting. Uh, definitely interesting. Yeah. I've given up with getting you to watch Stranger Things now. So um, I think you'll have to give up for a wee while on that. I'll probably delve back into it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I watched that it, is the Cobra Kai, uh, the, the most recent seasons of that. It's I enjoyed it, but it, it does get rather preposterous obviously at certain points but yeah that was that was reasonably enjoyable oh uh, i've not um yeah. i didn't actually realize that there was another a new one so um mm-hmm. yeah but yeah if you get a chance if uh, delve on into that one yeah uh and i've been watching little bits of she hulk and it's it's okay I, it's it, yeah it's i don't know it seems very polarizing people either love it or hate it so. yeah there's no middle ground. <laughs> no. Oh, unless it's me. Unless I'm the middle ground. So I'm just like, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, the Marmite of Hulk, isn't it? Uh, Marmite yes. of uh, Marvel. Yeah. Sorry. But um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the Marmite of Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, if we didn't have an episode title already, that would have been it. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it's I've not actually seen it yet. I do keep hearing mixed reviews, but I'm I'm not in any rush to go and li- uh, watch no. it. But I will get round to watching it eventually. But um, yeah, I've heard some negative things, some positive things. So you know, I'm I'm just on the fence at the moment. I'm I'm I'll, busy. I will just other say stuff. that yeah, I'll just say the CGI is a, is a letdown in it. It's, oh really? Yeah, sometimes I mean, look awful in the trailer to it and sometimes it looks all right but sometimes it's very obvious yeah um that's not a major detraction it's just one of the things you notice but i mean yeah some people are enraged by it (laughs) i'm just like it's all right you know it's watchable it's sit your brain in neutral and yeah i suppose what it is yeah, in some ways, though, with the amount of technology that we've got nowadays, you, I'm actually really, really surprised that um, the CGI isn't very good. Mm. Mm. I think people accept, expect sort of perfection yeah, I suppose. from it. So, But, yeah, I don't know. They probably spent all the money. It's all the, the money they no longer have from, play, from paying Robert Downey Jr., you see. That's, if yeah. they paid him just a little less, the show would have looked phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, they've killed him off now, so at least they'll be able to get more of the budget soon, won't they? <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> well, spoiler for a, like, what, four-year-old film. So, you know, sorry, yeah. people, if you haven't seen Endgame. <laughs> but if you haven't seen Endgame, you're, you're probably not going to see it, are you? So, yeah, you know, you're not true. proper Marvelite. That's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Have I just made that word up? Marvelite? A Marvelite. Yeah. Well, we've got a Marmite and a Mar- the Marmite Marvelite, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I will definitely check those two out. But um, yeah, they're kind of, I've got such a long list of things I want to watch mm-hmm. that it's hard, isn't it? Just keeping up with everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, eventually I'll get around to completing all of Netflix and then... <laughs> <laughs> the then, end of time will happen at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But there we have it. Well, I don't know about you, James, because I personally couldn't find any stories of the week that were actually quite comical this week because no. mostly the news is about the Queen. So it is true, yeah. And yeah. rightly so. So, um, and also just a little caveat to that as well. Uh, I remember having a conversation with, uh, again, Lucy Caton. And um, it really made me laugh. And I did show you at the time. But um, <laughs> it said that because for those who don't follow James on Facebook and potentially Twitter, because I don't know if you do it on Twitter as well, but on Facebook especially, it's almost every single day that there is a new post saying who has died in the world. <laughs> and Moonlight is the Grim Reaper. Yes. Yes. So... It gets, it's even gotten to the point where we might actually have to make it a segment on the podcast yes. for you to cover who's died during the week. But, yeah, um, yeah so, so this seems to be an, a fascination by James. But I was I was speaking to Lucy and I said, oh, no, the Queen's dead, you know, because the news had reported it. And she goes, well, I won't mm -hmm. believe it until James has updated his Facebook status. <laughs> and indeed I did. I allowed her to... Uh... <laughs> to be aware that this had happened yeah it was like two minutes later i was like ta-da it's done <laughs> it's become such a thing that people who actually know me when they see me go who's died today yeah yeah exactly so any yeah. updates on anyone who's died <laughs> it is surprising it is it is the case i think at times when i've i've written on your facebook page what no one's died today mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to sometimes step back just to, you know, not not, not trivialise it too much. Yeah. Or the other thing is I go, who? Who is that? Yes, that's true. That does happen. Who is that? Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. Sometimes, I'm going to be honest, even I wonder who is this person when I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think I think next week maybe what we'll do, well, next week if we have an episode, whatever, but... <laughs> Yeah, James is death card. <laughs> yeah, I think we, I think we should, I think we should. Uh, who's died this week? You know, kind of thing. Mm. Reporting from James Stafford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, in that case, then James, I think that we've done a really good codswallop this week. So I would agree. Yeah, I would too. So in that case, then I have been Gemma. I have been James. And we have been talking Cod Swallop. I thank you. We certainly you. have. Have a good you. one, guys. Yes. Yes, everybody have an amazing time. Tell your friends we're back, you know, letting them all know. At Cod Swallop Pod for all the social media, because I haven't done that for a while. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.